to Real Estate Team Builders, Lars Hedenborg here, the founder of Real Estate B-School. And this is part four of a four-part series. And it's really about productivity, time management, like how do you get stuff done in the most chaotic world we've ever lived in? I was asked the question recently by one of our uh, Real Estate B-School coaching members, you know, Lars, how do you get so much done uh, when there's so much going on in the world? And I realized in that moment, that I do a pretty decent job of staying out of the world and limiting my world, you know, to just a handful of things that I'm focusing on. And, and that is really the, the fundamental uh, thing that has allowed me to, to achieve not everything. Like I, I'm not the end all be all in, in everything I've done in my real estate career and coaching. And now with, uh, with leveraging and scaling uh, the platform, uh, Real Estate B-School through the platform EXP, uh, but I've done some things that uh, are worth noting and taking notice of, uh, and I've certainly failed in a gazillion ways, as you've heard if you've been a listener here on the podcast for a while. So today is going to be our last installment, and this is where we land everything. You know, when I look back on my journey in in business and really just growing, you know, a handful of businesses uh, super successfully, I really one thing that has remained constant is that amongst all the mistakes is that I've always done a good job of like seeing the future. And what I mean by that is like three years out or five years out, I've done different versions of the, of, of the three or five year. I, I've done a good job of having a vision of how I want a certain area of my life to, to be in the future. And so that's a three-year vision. Then I'm, then I chunk it down into, okay, What's what's what has to happen in the next 12 months, my one year plan to to get closer to realizing that through your vision, then let's chunk down that into 90 days at a time. Right. And, and that's why we have the 90 day business freedom planner and some of these concepts I've been pulling from there in this four part series. Now it's time to talk about the the 13 in between the 13 weeks in a quarter, right? There's four times 13 is 52 weeks in a year. So the 90 and the 3190 is the 13 week period, a quarter, a calendar quarter, uh, where you now get to really sort of focus on what needs to happen to move your business and your life forward. And then we break it down into, into the daily. So it's actually 3190, 13 and seven. And today we're going to go through, you know, what is the weekly process look like and, and what does the daily process look like? And so on a weekly basis, it requires about 60, maybe 90 minutes where you're going to, um, you, you'd put in your calendar recurring weekly planning session. Mine is on Sunday uh, evening. Some prefer, which can be a little bit risky, right? If you haven't planned your weekend properly and you're, you're not able to, to disconnect for 90 minutes on a Sunday evening. So some, some of our members do it, you know, before church when everything is quiet or in the middle of the afternoon on Sunday, not Monday morning. That's like not, that's a way to make sure you're not successful using this system. So, um, but here's what uh, the questions you're going to answer during this weekly uh, planning session. Uh, the biggest wins from the last seven days. This is where we celebrate your successes. So three to five major accomplish, accomplishments in the week prior. So Sunday evening, you're looking Monday through Sundays or reporting period. Just write out your major accomplishments, things you're grateful for, wins, how you move forward in, in business or life, those sorts of things. Then, and this will make sense here in a second, you're going to, to, to update. You can do this in a journal format. You're going to update uh, how you did on the commitments you made from last week's 
planning session. It'll make sense in, in a minute here. So, and you're just writing, like you, you probably had up to six things that you're going to commit to for the week, things that have to get done to move closer towards that three-year vision, right? Uh, and you're just going to comment on them. And then you ask the question, what's working and what's not working? What went really well this past week and what didn't go so well this past week? And then the last question on a weekly review is what, what you're going to start or stop doing. What will you keep, improve, start, or stop doing? So what what worked, what didn't work, what things are you going to eliminate, right? It could be personal, it could be TV, it could be social media, those sorts of things. And what things are you going to start or keep doing? Maybe you started going for a walk every day or started intermittent fasting, which I'm doing, which is working great for me. You know, you're, maybe you started working out or, you know, maybe you need to stop doing some things uh, like having caffeine late in the day. I did that the other day and I couldn't sleep. Uh, so that's kind of the setup for this weekly planning session. And then the next part are deciding what you're going to commit to. And generally, without going into how we uh, pick projects or rocks is what we call them in real estate B-School, without picking things to focus on, uh, generally, you should be working on two or three things at a time. And this is mostly business focused. You can have some outside of this. But for those two or three critical projects that you're working on, what are the next few steps that have to happen in each of them? And you just write them out. And then you commit in the next seven days. So Monday through Sunday, you're this, you're doing this on Sunday evening, the next Monday through Sunday, you're going to commit and write down what you're going to focus on and finish the steps of those two or three projects. And this is how we actually get projects done, right? If, if you're not committing to taking action on the next couple of things maybe that have to happen on two or three of these projects. You don't want any more than six uh, weekly commitments. That's sort of the, the, the max, anywhere from four to six, because you have two, two or three projects that you're working on, one or two things to do on each of those projects to move it forward. And maybe this coming week is a heavy push for one project and you have three or four sort of weekly commitments that you're making, but they're around a single project. And then maybe you're going to sort of put simmer on the other two and just do one or you know, one or two commitments around those other one or two projects. So that's how you, you roll with the weekly planning session. And then you just write everything out. And then during the week, you are, uh, there are some practices that, uh, that I will have you uh, do that are super critical to uh, making sure that you not only get stuff done, but you also enjoy the ride. Number one is this attitude of gratitude. You're going to write three things that you're grateful for. This is the early part of the day, maybe before your day even gets started. You can use the five-minute uh, journal app on your phone, or you can just write these out in a journal. Next, you're going to uh, list three things, three intentions for the day. What will you do to make today great? You're going to write three things out, right? I'm going to be present in this meeting, or I'm going to take this listing, or I'm going to serve my team in my team meeting, right? Three intentions for the day. And then I typically write down an affirmation, and then I determine my top three tasks for the day. And I just write them out. These fit into your weekly commitments. So you're going back and you're reviewing the things you wrote down for your weekly commitments, and then you're making a commitment on the things that you need to work on. And then at the end of the day, so you're just hustling through the day, you're getting your top three done. Your top three are linked, by the way, your top three are linked to those projects. They're not like, um, I'm going to take a listing because that's not a project. That's not moving your business forward necessarily in terms of building a, a real business. Uh, and then at the end of the day, you're doing two things. 
you're talking about how you were fulfilled that day. So you're writing down three amazing things that happened during the day. This is towards your workday shutdown. You should have a 30 day, a 30 minute uh, time slot at the end of the day in your calendar where you're shutting down for the day. You're looking over emails, you're snoozing some emails for tomorrow, you're responding to quickly to some emails. Uh, and then you're writing down three amazing things that happened today. And then awareness. What was I uncomfortable? Oh, where was I uncomfortable today? And how could I have made today even better? And you're just writing these down in your journal, right? We've got a business freedom planning system that we use for our, for our members, but generally this is the kind of thinking that I want you to get in. And this is the only way that I figured out how to attach what I do today. So the, the top three from today fit into the weekly commitments I made fit into the the 90 day rocks that I that I chose fits into the annual plan fits into the three year vision. And so that's the journey, right? If you if you remember from part one, we talked about uh, being honest about where you spend your time, actually doing a time study. And I gave you my email, go back three episodes, and you can actually get a copy of a time study to do it. Then we talked about the on part two of this series, we talked about passion versus pay right? Not everything you spend your time on makes you a lot of money. Not everything you spend your time on, you're super high passionate about, but there are things where you can uh, have high passion, high pay, and then high pay, low passion. But we want to stop doing the things that are low pay, whether or not you're passionate about them or not. That's what the part two was about. And part three was about the ideal week. And how do you really construct your week in a way where you can get it all done, where you can be clear on what are what your priorities are and how to actually get your priorities done. There's a saying in a C12, a Christian business owners group that I belong to, priorities are what we do. Everything else is just talk. And this part three here, we ended with what's the weekly and daily cadence that you need to succeed, not only in business, but also, and much more importantly, in life. That's all my friends. That's the end of this four-part series. If you're at the point in your journey where you really do want to know what these stages of business growth are like and how to navigate them. I put together a special report called the Real Estate Business Navigator. Go to realestatebusinessgrowth.com. There's no obligation. It's completely free, um, but you can pick up a copy. I think it's 16 or 17 pages long. It goes through each stage of growth. There are six distinct stages of growth in a real estate business to go from uh, an, an, a struggling agent to taking that owner seat in the business. And it talks about mindsets, it talks about tools and systems, questions that you need to be asking yourself and what the team structure looks like. So go to realestatebusinessgrowth.com and we'll see you soon. Be good. Thanks for listening. Would you please take a minute to share the show with other team leaders who may be struggling? And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to learn step-by-step -step how to build a profitable real estate team that allows you to get out of the real estate grind and live the lifestyle you've been dreaming about, visit us at joinrebs.com. That's joinrebs.com. Our coaching, training, systems, and support will help you get more high-quality leads, increase your conversions and sales, improve your client experience, and allow you to scale your real estate business all while reducing the amount of hours you work and the stress you endure. Just go to joinrebs.com for more info now. See you on the next episode.